Hi, everybody. Welcome to Building the Giraffe. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. Welcome back to our... Uh, we still haven't been released from our contract yet. Of yeah. course, uh, I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Welcome um, to our journey. <laughs> because I really thought that we nailed it in that John Denver one, but... Really not. He seemed actually angry. Yeah, he was not happy with yeah. the, what, what, the direction we had taken it. Well, seeing as how John Denver's estate, like, literally, for some reason... Um, so when we when we made that podcast, we immediately sent it to him. So there was like almost like two weeks, you know, like there was you know, about a week yeah. um, of a lull time where you guys didn't hear this. Um, in that time, they somehow found out and they threatened to unlock their magic powers against TJ Moneybags. And he was like, there's too much, you know, too much issue. Because mm-hmm. apparently we, we nailed it right on the head. Like they actually do have magic powers. Yeah. And then they also are going to sue us. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like that's even more of a power than their magic powers because their magic powers aren't as prominent as they used to be. Yeah. So more or less, they do rely on their legal department of the estate to do most of their work for them. Right. So that's more of a power. But at the same time, you still don't want. I. I don't know. I don't want magic powers used on me in any way whatsoever. Uh, poor uh, Hank Williams. <laughs> well. That's the thing. I don't even know why they would threaten TJ Moneybags with magic powers because he clearly has yeah he has black magic yeah like but, on his but he was like listen when two wizards duel it out when two well not I don't even know if they're wizards so I'm sorry for any wizard listeners um, when two people of magical powers duke it out I think it's cataclysmic so they're like listen yeah we don't want to do this and, they, and he and he's like he's just he nods he doesn't speak he just nods so. Anyway, we're still stuck in this hellhole. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, but we think this week, maybe maybe to make up for the biopic thing and the fact mm-hmm. that it was very serious or whatever, we decided that maybe this week we would pitch a sort of throwback comedy uh, to the early 2000s, right. late 90s. The, the Farrelly brothers and... Um, I don't know the guy's name who directed Dude, Where's My Car? That's fine. (laughs) I I want to say it's Todd Phillips because he's always responsible for all those things. Oh, Jesus. Um, But I I don't know if that's him. So so then the idea that we've come up with is to do an homage film Mm -hmm. to the two classic titans of the early 2000 adult comedies, Dude, Where's My Car and... There's something about Mary's yeah. Com- combining like Voltron mm-hmm. to there's something about my car. Yeah. Th- this, this is stemmed from, uh, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but, um, I'm sure you have that there, there's a certain amount of fetishism that's come from cars, especially in recent years. It's really weird. And especially when it comes to like people with their like classic cars and stuff. They, they really, really get into it. Yeah, they, and, like, they're, they're real into really, it. Yeah, like super into it. Like to the point of like sexualizing their vehicles and right. things like that. So I, I feel, and I don't know if you feel this way, but obviously that's the way that you go about this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, this is a film uh, directed at car enthusiasts. Yeah. yeah. So And I think we're going to be making mega bank on it. So there's no way that he can't. Yeah, love it. Much like uh, the Fast and Furious, the first Fast and Furious was aimed at the car enthusiast. This is aimed at the car enthusiast who is a true enthusiast, right? And he, by that I mean erotically in... enthused about their automobile. <laughs> That's very true. So, 
let's set the stage. So, in my mind, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. since people fetishize their automobiles, do, do you think that this should be the story of a man who falls in love with his automobile? Like, um, I think it's. I think it should be a story where the man goes and he finds the car, and then he like as he like drives the car and gets to know it, mm-hmm. he falls in love with it. But then, like the twists and turns of fate happen, where you know maybe maybe the history of this car isn't all what it seems. You know, he's mm-hmm. had the Carfax. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen the car well, facts? You never know. Some people don't report things on those. And yeah, that's very true. I almost bought a flood car. And the thing that people don't report sometimes is that the car is fuckable. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, you're not going to write that on there. No, definitely. You don't not. want people to know. They what you know. Listen, these. I'm sure these people live in shame, and this will allow them to come out. Right. And and I think that well also I guess good this could be in like an advocacy movie for people who are right you know we into don't the, right we don't kink shame anymore no I'm this not 2019 no I'm I hope that this movie gets uh gets supported and ad dollars from FetLife then in that case <laughs> you know the leading fetish website on the internet I can't wait for it but I can't wait so the beginning of this and there's a few things that I'm I've been struggling with this concept uh the first of which is um there's a guy i'm gonna say what what how old do you think he's like mid to late 20s yeah early 30s yeah mid late 20s okay but you could do like an early 30s playing a mid late 20s definitely okay. definitely like he uh you know he's he's been around the blocks a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like he's been out he, he's been out looking for love and everything like that. Right, but he just hasn't found it. He's yeah. just like, oh, all these women, they're just like so like none of them are for me. Like right. they're all mean to me, and then like sometimes and, sometimes yeah. they're not, and we just don't get along, and it's fine. And he always wondered why. Like he's he's you know, I guess what you could do at the beginning sort of is. He's not necessarily down on his. He's not like a, a schlub. Like he, he has a good job, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he works. Uh, no, no. Um, he's he's down on his luck and love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unlucky in love, and mm-hmm. also unlucky in cars. Like he's right. never had a car that he liked. You know, it always has right. been like a, his friends are always like, "Oh, hey, like." Uh, it was like, oh, I love my car. Like it's it's like the Audi Seven Billion. Yeah, it's let's so say, great. Let's say he's like uh, an IT guy. Yeah, okay? I like that. Like, but he's a. Or maybe he works for a startup, or he is the vice president of a startup, mm-hmm. sort of. Right. Because that way you can get kind of a geeky guy, but that's sort of attractive at this point, right. you know, like kind of thing. All right. Um, like you know, like the uh, I'm trying to think, like Silicon Valley, like that show. Like oh for some yeah. Reason people think the guys on there are attractive, even though they're very nerdy. Right. Um. So like Big get, Bang like, Theory. Yeah. Big. There you go. Big Bang Theory. Perfect example. So he could work at a startup, say, do we want to set this in Silicon Valley? Do we want to set this in somewhere else? Definitely Silicon Valley, because I, I, I have a tiny little thread that will be able to maybe tie into all this as well with, okay. the, with the valley. Okay. So. All right. So everybody's got all. Yeah, there's all, Everybody, everybody's, yeah, everybody's got, got a, like all these cars and stuff. But, and, he, and also in the valley, everyone has a great car. It's true. It is true. You know, everybody's going on about their Teslas mm-hmm. and their Audis, like the new Audi electric car and like mm-hmm. the new Chevy Volts and all that kind of stuff. This has to be some sort of tie in with electric cars. Because if yeah, anything, definitely. Because if we're going to look, 
I understand we got to pull in the car enthusiast crowd. Right. Um, well, they hate electric cars. They do, but maybe this is the the homage love film towards them. Let, let me let me get to what I think should happen here. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? So at the beginning, you're, you're showing him kind of. You kind of establish that he works at this startup, and you know he has money because mm-hmm. you, you know he's like the one of the maybe founders, or he's like a COO or something like that. Right. So he has money, but you know, and he's always he you show him on dates, and every mm-hmm. date he has a different car. That he's right. Picking him up in because he keeps, uh, you know, because there's like certain services you can use, uh, okay. like Turo and stuff like that to like rent cars from people mm-hmm. and see how you like them or whatever, and then. So he's always like, because for some reason the car and the girl are like sort of entwined for him. Right. It's uh, a ev- it's a new girl and a new car every night. Yeah, and he just can't can't get it together. And all his coworker buddies are you they know, found they, yeah they, they they have very like happy marriages, yeah. happy wives and husbands, but yeah. also most importantly, they love their they love their car. And and this is not always, they don't like actually love it love it like in the in the carnal sense yeah but they they like oh this is the car for me right okay yeah exactly yeah they they just they're really into the fact that their car is for them and also their wife or husband is for them right and this guy just has never gotten that and the only car that he ever liked if you flashback you have to do a flashback you know mm, yeah. or you have a picture on his desk like he sits down exasperated. And he look because in every comedy, you know, like uh, right, you think back right, to like right. Tommy Boy and stuff like that. He always has like a picture on the desk. They look at it like wistfully. Right. And the picture is him and in a 1987 Camaro. There, fine. Yeah, the fair. That's good. That's fine. And his dad's like standing outside of it, and he's like inside of it in the driver's seat, but he's like a little kid, you know. Right. So yeah. You have that picture, and he's like, "Why can't I just find you?" You know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because that was the only car that he ever liked, and that was the only time he was ever really happy in his life was in that car, you know, because he just, he loved that car. Right, so, right, right. So, this is a thing that I think happens. He does end up finding that car. Mm. Okay? And it is specifically that, that car. One. Yeah, yeah, his dad's car. But it's been upgraded. Right. Into an electric vehicle. Yes. And it has like, you know, has like the autopilot feature and everything. So, okay. So, cool. So, this is the, this is the world then that we've set up. And do you know now who I think he buys it from? And I want to tell yeah. you that this is yes. how you get somebody involved that is a big name. I saw a show one time about how Anthony Kiedis had a car like that. Mm-hmm. Like a muscle car that he outfitted to be an electric car instead. Yeah. So we'll get Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers to make a cameo. Absolutely. Where this guy, um, what's this guy's name? Um, this guy's name is, uh, it's uh, Dwayne. Dwayne? Uh, uh, Berater. Okay. Yeah. That's a, okay, I got you. It's That's a, a little funny on name. The, I, I think it's on the nose a little, but it's, it is. It's, but it's a funny name. Right, it's but it's Dwayne C. Berater. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. All right. I'm I'm on board for okay, anything yeah. that's like this. Yeah, that's All fine. Right, yeah. Um. So he he sees that's what it is. He sees an internet ad for Dwayne C. Berater's uh, car lot, and he's like, "Come on down. We have the greatest." Oh, you, no, I meant who? What's the guy? Our main character's name? Oh, okay. Uh, I I meant that because I was going to say he sees and he sees a story about. 
how Anthony Kiedis has that car. Oh, um, he, no, I like Dwayne C. Yeah, no, absolutely. Main character, Dwayne, Dwayne C. Brader. Brader. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, cause his dad named him that. Right. Cause they were, they always were, that was the thing. Okay. So they always worked on cars together. Uh huh. And they uh, always named they, the car Dwayne. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, why wouldn't you? Right. Exactly. It's a great car name. So, uh, Dwayne and his father, uh, Dwayne also, right. Um, they yeah. always worked on cars together, but that was the car that, that was their favorite one. Right. Or whatever. Uh, and then right afterwards, his dad died. Yeah. Yeah. That's and they had so to sell, important. they had to sell the car to put him through college. No. Oh, I was going to say to pay for the funeral, but sure. Put him through college. Yeah. Well, like they were pretty, they were all right. Oh, okay. Like, okay, they, okay, did, okay. They, they sold, like they flipped cars. You that's, know what I mean? That's fair. They could that afford a 1987 Camaro. Yeah. So then when they, when he dies, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're like, they have to downgrade to an apartment. They sell the right. house. They sell the garage. Right. And this is all happening in flashback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if that's the case, like then... when he sees the car in the ad or in the in the story, mm-hmm. it you, he starts remembering, or he right? Starts showing like that montage of like why it meant something to him and whatever, and that that car was what put him through college and actually and ultimately got him where he is today, right? Where so he 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 already has a, a longing and fondness for that car, you know, and that's what you do is that he his startup produced the app that he uses to check out other cars all the time to go on oh, these dates and stuff. Yeah. That's his startup is uh, like, is he didn't Chivo. start Turo, but Turo. you know, you have to make something else up. Um, I, I'm, I don't know. Do you, well, no, I was going to say, do you use his last name? Oh, I know. Actually, you know what you do? You use Seberator, like a carburetor, you know, yeah. but since it's like you take out letters, it's cool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so then, okay. So he created this startup. The Seaburator. Yeah. Ciber-ator. Check, your, check the Seaburator app. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just as, it's just as uh, useful as a name as like Truvia in like, shit <laughs> like or whatever the fuck that thing is called with that weird guy. Um, I don't even know. Who's in the bathtub and like, yeah. Um, or Turo. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> whatever. Uh, you know, you could name an app anything, apparently, and it can do whatever. You don't need to know what it does just by looking at it. That's the beauty of apps, right? That's right. You know, it's we... not like a movie. You don't have to name it exactly what it's about. <laughs> Listen, if the mo- that's another thing. Like, with an app, like, if an app was named, like, Blipflorp, like, it obviously is going to be about stocks. Yeah, we know that. Under- everybody knows that. Yeah. But, like, with a movie, if it's if named, like... If you named it Blipflorp... People are like, I don't know. Not only that, but, if but you like, name it stock market, everybody's like, oh, I don't, I don't get it. Well, also, like, it's the same thing. Like, with this is the reason why art films aren't popular. Like, you would name it something like pretentious, like yeah. the death of love. Yeah. One, it should be like a man uh, eats two oranges and then shits his pants. Right. And exactly. then boom, blockbuster. Agreed. I completely agree with you on that because, as we've stated before on previous episodes, if you don't. If you don't tell people what the movie is about in the title, then no one wants to watch it. Exactly. I understand. And I understand that the movie title could technically be a spoiler, but people don't care about that. They right. just want to know what the movie is when they walk into the movie theater. That's right. Without I... having to watch anything. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So this guy creates Seberator, uh, or, right. you know, and then uh, that's cool. It takes off and whatever. Right. And then, so now we're to the point where we have that montage and then. Um, he, cause he's always been interested in cars, but ultimately, uh, the reason he created that app was because he always hoped he would find that car. Again. Right. And so, um, then 
I'm thinking the middle of the first act then, mm-hmm. um, he sees the ad yeah. for that car and he's like, it couldn't be that car. Like he's yeah. like, and so he's like checking, like he's doing like the whole hacker thing. Like yeah. He's like, like he's, che- he's checking like, like the VIN number, like he's hacking into the BMV, which is. Do, do uh, we use like that, like graphic UI, like in hackers? Oh like, yeah. Like the green screen, like, like floating through. Cause I feel like we, they haven't <laughs> done that in a while. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Think, Let's do and that. I, and that's the thing is I think, you know, look, I've heard a bunch of fucking nerds talk about how they like it better when it looks like real hacking because they can tell what the right. program is. <sighs> you know what? The general public doesn't know what a stupid DOS prompt looks like. So why don't we make it look like they're flying through the computer? I because like that. the average American schlub, especially somebody who's in the cars and wants to fuck them, only thinks that that's the way hacking works. Well, no, dude. How could we be so simple on this? It's like you're driving along a there highway. The information superhighway. That's exactly right. I'm and glad like, that you're on the same and, page as and I And his am. hacking program crashes through walls and stuff yeah. because his, his car, his and internet people. car is so popular or powerful. Yeah, and people. <laughs> and people as well. Internet people. Internet, not real people. Internet people. And that's when you throw in like, like little jabs at like celebrities and stuff that mm. like, you know, like that car people don't like like Ed right. Jr. because he's always about like we gotta stop driving cars and all that kind of stuff so, right all right so he's using this internet car on the information superhighway uh in a like in a real 3d cgi right like i already don't really like this but i love it at the same time <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know why but you have to. I just feel like that's yeah, no, the correct I, way to go. Because if all you 100%. did was just show him typing and it was lines of whatever, yeah. people wouldn't get it. Well, so know. he breaks through all those walls and then finally he's like inside, like he's like found the car and like he's, yeah. he, then he like gets the realization of like, oh shit, it is. this is my car. Yeah. That's my car. So he immediately calls up the guy and he's like, oh, I need to talk to you. It's super important. And, uh, you know, like, and then he meets, uh, he meets the guy at the, yeah, he meets Anthony Kiedis. He meets Anthony yeah. Kiedis at the lot the next day. Yeah. And uh, he's like, listen, I really need this car. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, I'll give it to you. And I then feel, Anthony Kiedis is like, oh, I don't know. We need to know. first, because people are going to be visualizing this as they're listening. Right. Who is playing Dwayne C. Berater? Oh, that's Because right. my initial thought, and I don't know why, it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. It's I he's the new young Ben Stiller, right? Exactly, and I feel like he hasn't done a, a broad comedy from like since Third Rock from the Sun. I agree, or that movie where he had cancer. Um, <laughs> so he, so it's Joseph Gordon Levitt as our lead, is right? Dwayne Seberator. Um So he's meeting Anthony Kiedis, and Anthony right. Kiedis is like, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not just gonna give it away. He has to give, right? You know, you gotta put yeah, some yeah. little. The little bit of devil entendre, like, oh, hey. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. It, I'm not just gonna give it up for free. Oh, no, no, not double entendre, okay. like lyrics from the oh, Chili Pepper yeah. songs. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, yeah. To yeah. drive I'm home, just gonna the give cameo it away. Because I don't know that that many people remember who he is anymore. Because he was extremely popular at one point in the early 2000s. He could have been in Dude, Where's My Car or something right. like Mary as a cameo. That's true. Um, and then, like, he, uh, like, just in the middle of the, he's like, uh, Justin Gordon, uh, John C, or Dwayne C. Berater, uh, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, this, this means a lot to me. And then, uh, Anthony Kiedis is like, ah, Californication. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, 
I mean, it make, well, it does make sense. They're it, in. It does. The, they're in there. So. It does. But yeah, I just like, <laughs> I just like the idea of him using like throwaway lines for his. Right. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just like the the conversation doesn't make sense to any like secondary viewer. Yeah, he doesn't. They don't even meet at a lot. They meet under a bridge. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Oh, that's... I feel like I mean, just let's get as many jokes. Right. Let's get as many jokes. This is supposed to be a comedy. Just, just like you know, all oh, right, that's true. Jokes as we can in there, <laughs> and then just like a, a really slow ballad guitar rift of uh, uh you know, under the bridge, yeah. just like yeah. absolutely. I think <laughs> as the uh, interstitial to make you know. That's right. Because that's a that's a soft fade out from the phone call into him right. being under the bridge with him. That's right. He's like, "Where are you going after this? Oh, just Stadium Arcadium." Yeah, you know. exactly. You got. I was trying to think of where to work that one in, uh, as well. Uh, yeah, I go to Stadium Arcadium. I'm gonna go see Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Um, well, right. we'll do that in the writing. I'm right, not yeah. worried about the, you know... Um, All the jokes. We're not but gonna... I mean, look, there's a lot of good ones. There is. So eventually, you know, he... What what does he give him to get the car? Because here's the thing about that car. There's something about that car. There's something so, about... Because he sees it and he's like, this car means a lot to me. And not only that, but I can see that it's a new... It's kind of a new car. It's got a new, you know, a new sheet right. of paint on it. And it means it. a lot to Anthony Kiedis, too. Right, what what should he give him for the car? I'm thinking literally his entire company. Yeah. He'll sign over everything that he owns right. uh to him. Yep. Uh-huh. So Anthony Kiedis is now the COO of a technology company startup. Yep, exactly. Which is fine because Anthony Kiedis wants to, for some reason, he wants to be in technology. Well, because he's like put a lot of technology into yeah. his car. And so he sees like sort of an opportunity to maybe expand that. Right. Brand. He's like, because to him, like, I think it's like, listen, he's he's put a lot of, you know, care into this car, mm-hmm. but there are other cars out there. Right. Listen, and, and he realizes is, this isn't just, this isn't the one car for him. Yeah. And Anthony Kiedis having, you know, been a rock star all these years. He's, right. you know, groupies and all that kind of he's stuff. He's been around. He knows what's going on. So he, like, he sees a good deal when he, you know, he knows a good deal when he sees one. So he, he takes it and now uh, Dwayne has the car. Right. Um. So he gets it home that night mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of like, probably like why why did i just do that right it's like this is just a car right like what am i doing you know and he's like in the garage now here's where we have to make a huge decision about this uh this goes one of two ways Mm -hmm. is it just that the car is just a car or does the car have some voice to it or ai or something no it's it's just a car so it never talks no Okay, I'm just making sure that yeah. we don't want the car to talk to him. No, I mean, like, listen, I love Knight Rider, but... Oh, I don't mean, like, that anybody else can hear it. I meant... Oh, in his head? Like, he's sort of assigned a thing to it. Because as he's, like, driving it or whatever... That, that, yeah, no, he no, hears no. like a oh, no, no, no. woman's yep. voice or something like that. Yep, yep, yep. He absolutely hears okay. a voice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying like it actually is a real like robot it, car. Yeah, it's not a, it's not like a Tesla that has like you know can talk to you or whatever. It's, right. It just in his head he hears Th- it. That would actually like, be even funnier. So in his head he hears like a woman like uh, talking, you know, yeah, so flu- you could, uh, eloquently. Yeah. But like in real life, it's just the voice activation features of the car. Okay, yeah, that's fair. 
that's fair. Sometimes, like, sometimes it is right, and it's just uh, like uh, fuel low. I yeah. understand. <laughs> Uh, but he hears it in his head. Like he, he can have conversations with the car because right. he, he, he's the one that can hear it basically. Right. Uh, but nobody else can. So this also can lead to comedic premise, like where he's in the garage with the car and it talks right. and like jumps and like knocks some shit over or whatever. Right. But then like, and he thinks it's like, like tell him to calm down, but then you show like an outside shot and it's actually just the alarm on the car going off. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it leads to all these, like, awkward situations where he's clearly, uh, you know, talking to the car and everyone else that's an outside observer right. knows, like, is like, no, this is just a man who is talking to an animate object. Right. Like, so, not... so I feel like you need almost, like, a little bit of, like, a, a series of, uh, you know, like, a montage of, like, Oh, like he—he's having a great time with this car. He's doing all these great things, and he loves this car. And then suddenly, like, you know, he goes to sleep, and he like he—he's walking away from the garage, and he's like, "I'll see you in the morning." And then he shuts off the light, and then, <laughs> and then the next morning when he goes into the garage, car's gone. It's been stolen. Yeah. But when did we get to the part where he fucks the car? This I, is- I feel like this is this is going to be a very slow burn. Like, because if we give the enthusiasts what they want, like other people have fucked this car, <laughs> right? But I feel like this has to have already been. I feel like there's the during the montage. There's he's like that's no, no, happening no, like, all he, the he, time. No, he's he's been like uh, he's been kind of like flirting with the car. Right, but you have to give them the payoff in the beginning because the stakes have to be that he's like in love with the car. Okay, yes, of love comes from. Oh, okay, yeah. So then, what I think is, is that like you, like ha- you have on. that. No, then you have that like uh, that relationship building montage, and then in that scene, like before he's like, "I'll see you in the morning." Like the scene just prior to that, uh, like he fucks the car. He's just yeah. like he's feeling really lonely after coming home from a date, and he's like. You know, I wish just women were like you. And then he's just like, well, and the, yeah, well, the car says that to him. Right. He's like, like, basically, like, there's nobody like me, whatever. You know? Right. Because uh, when he presses the lock button, like, right. You know she's, like I mean? she's like, ooh, and, uh, like <laughs> horns and stuff like that. He hears it talking to him, you know, that kind of thing. Oh I feel like during the uh, montage, like, you know, he's at like. <laughs> He's at the beach, like laying next to it. Right, like, just, there's a I mean? there's a car on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they do that in movies sometimes, where for whatever reason yeah. the car is just on the beach. I've never seen it one time in my entire life. Yeah, because it, when that happens, usually the car sinks into the yeah, beach. Right, and also I'm pretty sure someone will come out and be like, "Hey, get your fucking car off the beach." But that doesn't but, happen. No, but in in movie land. That happens a lot. There's Absolutely. just car, there's apparently traffic jams just on the beach all the time. Right. But uh, so there's that, and like there's just all kinds of like stuff going on. So what? So what I think what happens is uh, like in the seat, like he takes the girl home, and she's like, "I'm just not feeling it." He's like, "Yo, same." <laughs> yeah, and on so, the way home, he's just like talking. He's he's talking to the car, and then he pulls into his uh, driveway, and he's just uh, you know he he closes the door and he locks the car, and then he. He says, "I wish there was a, I wish there was someone like you." And then he slams his fist on the hood of the car, and it causes the car alarm to go yeah. off. And that's when he hears uh, the car talking to him, and she's like, "Well, there's nobody like yeah. me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "All right." And then he fucks the car. 
Yeah, because, I mean, obviously in the actual script, the, the car will talk to him more. Right. Um, because that's just how it has to be. He has to become well, okay. obsessed in his head. So who's with... playing the who's playing the car then? Charlize Theron. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, that's just the first thought. No, absolutely. It's a, well, she, too late now. It's yeah. Charlize Theron. Yeah, that's fine. I'm totally fine with that because I think she has a good voice for it. Yeah. I think she could play a good car. Uh, well, she has the car. range. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Come on. She can do anything. She can play a sexy car. She can play a sexy boat. Sexy assassin. Sexy submarine. That's right. Um, sexy helicopter. Uh, well, that'll be a sequel that we need to get to. Okay, at some point. okay fair enough. Fair um, enough. <laughs> or at least something that takes place in the same world. Right. Because uh, you got to get the, give the aviation guys something. That's true. They, <laughs> they want to fuck those planes. You know they do. Why else are they up there? I don't know. All by dude. themselves all the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. That's fair, though. Um, just saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> um, every time I get on the airplane. Uh, <laughs> that, guy's in that, that guy's in that cockpit fucking that plane. <laughs> I'm Shit. Not... Well, how else do you think the planes get off the ground? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. Jesus. So, th- so then... After that, he goes upstairs and goes to sleep. And when he comes back down the next day, right, it's the car gone. is gone. I don't know what the physicality so, of so him the... fucking this car is. <laughs> well, he fucks it through the tailpipe. Do you think so? Yeah. Um, okay. That's how actually these car people, that's how they fuck their cars. I mean, I know that I've heard of that. I've heard that before. But right. I didn't know if there was another one. Like maybe they... Well, I guess this does one he, wouldn't like, matter because it's all batteries. So does he like point. install a flashlight into that car? See, I immediately my my thought went to that. Right. Okay. Do you think so? Um, or I'd is say that it's pre-installed. It's pre-installed. I feel like we're going to have to get a consultant on this movie, though. Jeez. Yeah, we you probably know? will. Uh, somebody who's a part of that life, you know. That's true. Do you think it's pre-installed? Anthony Kiedis had a flashlight yeah. pre-installed. Absolutely. Well, it's, oh, it's. I figured it out. Okay. I figured it out because there isn't like he's not going to have. You have the exhaust there for show, but there's no exhaust because it's all electric now. Right. But on those old Camaros, oh, they had the flip-down thing for the gas. Yeah. Thing. I know. That's what you mean. where he put because it's behind the uh, license plate. Right. So that's where he put the flashlight was where the right. gas would have gone previously. Wow. I like that. I like that a yeah, lot. Yeah, because it hides it, but then right, you pull yeah. it down. I, like, mean, oh, like, shit. I mean, you don't want to be showing off your car to the world, no, my dude. No, you don't want to let everybody have a free look at that car, <laughs> pussy. Um, so, cool. Oh, my God. So, uh, this happens. Right. I don't know how long that scene is. No, it's it's like a it's like an uncomfortable five minutes. I would say so. I think so, because it has to be funny. Like, it right. has to be... The He's just like... He, he like... <laughs> It has to he's be, in, he's really into it, and as it's going, like the you know, like the alarm goes off again, and yeah. the, the horn begins honking. Mm-hmm. Some guys uh, like shut the fuck up, but he, all he hears <laughs> in his head is is oh oh you know, right. um, <laughs> like the the hazard lights start like blinking and like yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like the way you light it is from on the inside, it looks like a disco ball kind right. of thing. It's oh, all yeah, romantic well, and like, no, like I feel like the disco is coming from inside the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like red heart lights, like you know? right. And then from the outside, it's literally just a guy behind a car. <laughs> like, so so it has so, to be as uncomfortably long and 
hard to watch as the scene in There's Something About Mary where Ben Stiller jerks off. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree. So, okay. okay so, the next the next morning, he, he comes downstairs and he gets into the garage. And uh, we're nearing the end of the uh, the first act here. Yeah. Um, the car is it's gone. gone. It's gone. But uh, the garage door isn't open. There's literally an outline of the car mm-hmm. um, in the garage door. Right. Because, uh, I mean, like, he was, I mean, obviously he wasn't fucking out in the open. He was no, fucking he that car the, in private. Yeah, I mean, he had like, the car yeah. door closed, or the garage door closed. Um, so, uh, where does he go from this point? Right. Does he go back to Anthony Kiedis? Well, yeah, yeah, he is. He's Because he's like, uh, like, oh, my God, my car's gone. He's, and Anthony Kiedis is like, I knew you'd love that car, but but I got someone who can find that car for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but after this... It ain't just water yeah, under exactly, the bridge. Because he's like, he's like, I gave you all this money. I gave you my whole company. Yeah, you yeah. have to help me. It's like, you know, you can't just sell somebody something and it's gone. Right. You know, even though you can. Uh, right. But, you know, Anthony Kiedis is a very benevolent right. man. So and I think what I think what Anthony Kiedis does is he actually puts him in contact with the person who owned the car before he did, mm-hmm. who is actually a private investigator. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is this is sort but, of the same sort of guy as the Matt Dillon right thing. But, uh, but do do should should uh, C Carver should C C Brader Dwayne should yeah. Dwayne know um, that he owned the car before? Like, are we are we moving along in the same vein of uh, there's something about Mary? Yeah, I think that he knows. Okay, so. I think that he knows that he owned the car before. Right. And this is the reason why he'd be good at tracking it down. Okay. Yeah. I agree uh, with that. Because you sort of make him like, because now you have to bring into it the sort of madcap antics of dude, where's my car? Right. So now he meets him and he used to own the car and he right. trusts that he can get the job done. Right. So I think at this point, these two. Is the high though, dog there too? Uh, I mean, we could put a high dog in there. But I feel like that's too much of a okay. Yeah, you know, I we're agree. doing an yeah. homage, so maybe what's a what's a new a high porcupine? Yeah, I was thinking like a, a porcupine or a hedgehog or like a chinchilla because those are new uh, hipster yeah. pets, you know, sort of thing. I like that. Uh, Definitely chinchilla. Chinchilla. Okay, it, a, it's holding a roach. There's a high chinchilla because you know how chinchillas get real fucking antsy when they're yeah. like just all the time. They're always like fucking right. looking around, don't know what's going on. So he's like real high all the time, and he's chill as fuck. Like he's the right. chillest. He's chill, 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 chillchilla. Yeah. Well, chinchilla, I guess, works anyway. But chillchilla, yeah. they call it, his name's chillchilla. Right. Yeah. Um, chillchilla, the chinchilla. Yeah. Chillchilla, the chinchilla. Yeah. Okay. Um, who do we get to play this Matt Dillon-ish type part? Ben Stiller. He's too old, I think. Is he though? Because I was gonna say we should get Matt Dillon's brother Kevin Dillon from Entourage. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Johnny Bananas himself. Johnny Drama. Johnny Drama. It has to be drama. And it also, he is playing Johnny Drama. Yo, that's 100%. Yeah, I think so. He is literally playing the character he played in Entourage, only he's a guy who fucks cars and is a detective. Right. 
Because this will well, make no, no, it. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or he's not even a detective. No, no, no. He's a detective. Okay. We don't know that he fucks cars yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. He just owned the car before. Right. They're and just he's like, going to help out. So I think at this, and Chill Chill is there. Right. So I think at this Chill, point. Chill Chill is on the shoulder, man. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. This is a Detective Pikachu type moment. Right. Um, Chill Chill <laughs> doesn't talk except in one weird time when we have when they all get high together. Right. In, in, uh, in drama's new car. See, I was thinking. Because they hotbox the car. I was thinking they don't even use a car. They take off on foot. To track it down. Oh. Because they yeah. think, cause you said you want to keep it in the valley. Now think about... Uh, and I understand there's a lot of charging stations or whatever. In the right. Valley, but if it's going to be in there, um, it only has a certain range. And it's a car thief, so he's not going to charge the car. You know? Yeah. So they know within that range. This is what sets it up. Like that they... Oh, this is it. He took... Um, he took the power adapter out. Like, there's the power adapter thing. Yeah. He took, he took it off. Right. You know, when uh, it, when he fucked it. Right. And then, you know, <laughs> and he didn't put it back. So this guy only has this amount of area, like radius that he can travel. In. Right. So, like, I was thinking that they could take off on foot because it's like, dude, where's my car? Where they right. walk around and they meet a bunch of dude. interesting characters Sweet. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a part where they meet where, uh, where Johnny Drama yeah. says... That he knows of another guy who right. used to own the car. So they're going to go talk to that guy. Right. And that dude uh, has polio. Had. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And, and the, the way that he like sort of mitigates it is that he smokes weed all the time. Right. And that guy is played by the Phantom Thread. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, my ailment. My, my ailment. My ailment. My I affected my memory. Yeah, I'm sorry, my old so and so. The only thing that helps is if I smoke this dew. Yeah. <laughs> then he invite, like, basically invites them in, right, to do that. And then he's like, he's like, oh, oh. And then you have this like whole. Now I remember. You have this whole thing where they're all smoking weed together. Right. And then Chilchilla talks for a moment. Right. And because then... in every one of those movies, there was always a moment when. Uh, animal talked. Right. They were high and an animal talked for whatever reason. So I think I think when that happens, you know, like the fan fed, like they're all he hears the he hears Chilchilla talk. Yeah. He's like, oh, I remember now. Yeah. My old. And it's just like he's really high. <laughs> he just like can't form words almost. So and so. And then so he like explains them like, I saw it. I saw it drive down this street. I thought it was a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, so he he tells them, like, it's at, what do you want to do? Because there has to be an offensive stereotype in here somewhere. And I'm assuming that the most easy one you can go after these days is Italian people because no one cares. Right, yeah. So does he send them to an Italian restaurant, much like in Dude, Where's My Car, where they go to the Chinese restaurant? It's very offensive. Jesus Christ. Okay, so yeah. they're they're doing they're, they he sends them that way, and so they all yeah. go to the Italian restaurant. And that the guy who's there is supposed to be a guy who would would know, right? Like he's he's connected because Italians, right? So so we're getting into the sorry, uh, and we've also transitioned into the second act at this point. Oh yeah, we're far into it at right, this yeah, point. Yeah. We're we're kind of heading towards the point where. Uh, where he finds out that uh, Johnny Drama fucked the car. And then also that 
uh, Phantom Thread had also fucked with Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think during even the weed scene, right? They sort of like, all share this weird. And like, Chilchilla is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. That's what Chilchilla <laughs> says. He's like, what the fuck <laughs> did you just say? And then he's, then <laughs> Phantom Thread's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, they're all like talking about this in the, in the high scene. They're all talking about this card that they love. And that's why, uh, <laughs> that's why Dwayne feels so, uh, he feels so at home with these people yeah. because they too love their car. Yeah. So that, that's what, uh, that's how they sort of, Shared it. There's nothing nefarious going on. They all just share that this right. is like what happened and that they all shared that thing. Right. The same they, thing. they feel closer. Yeah. They're, they've bonded as brothers. They're all Eskimo brothers with the same car. But they don't know that they're Eskimo brothers right. with the same car. Oh, you think they're just saying they all are. Yeah. They, they just fucked a car. They yeah. all know it's the car. Exactly. Um, the 87 Camaro. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so they go to visit uh, the Italian stereotype guy. Right. He's um, like, hey, what do you... Baragoo, What do you want from me? Yeah, yeah. And, Just like the worst. And like, I'm trying to think, like, he's not even... He's, like, played like by, like, a hack comedian, like Frank Caliendo, you know? <laughs> he's not even played by, like, a oh, real... Oh, yeah, no, like, it's, it's definitely Frank Caliendo. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Caliendo uh, playing an Italian uh, dude. Yeah, right. Um, I love that. Doing I, his best Tony Soprano impersonation. Right. Uh, Bobby Lee also works with him. Well, of course he does. But he also is Italian for some reason. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he he's, he's the guy He's the guy who steals cars for a living. That, oh, because there Because there's go. a stereotype yeah. that Asian people steal like Steal cars. Yeah. Like, not just steal cars, but, you know, can like, drive real fast and, you know, oh, drift king. That's um, right. He's... He's the new Drift King yeah, of of the Valley of San Francisco. That's right. Um, <laughs> Frank Caliendo's character is like, "Oh, you want to talk to the, the, the God? I can't even do it." I mean, he's like, is, "Oh, you want to?" I'm do- really <laughs> loving that you're struggling with an Italian, like a stereotypical right. Italian. Listen, I just <laughs> I've never seen one before. That's why. So, oh. <laughs> so, so yeah, he tells, "Oh, hey, you gotta talk what pasta bazoo. You gotta talk to the Drift King. You know, whatever." <laughs> And Apparently, it's, like and he's kind of like getting it's an it's a, an Italian <laughs> it's an Italian via Beijing like so it's really just yeah. really hitting yeah, on yeah, all yeah. the racist yeah. caricatures that you can. <laughs> That's why he knows Drift King. Yeah. Okay. It's true. <laughs> and the guy's name actually is Drift King. Right. It's not. <laughs> but for some reason, he's also Italian. Right. Exactly. But so, he's but he's uh, he's Chinese. Yeah. So. He's Chinese Italian. On his mother's side. Um, he goes, so they go and talk to Drift King after the wacky moment with the Italian guy. And um, they start, they are asking about that car. Right. And he knows where it is. But he, he wants something in return for telling them. He's like, he's like, uh, he you, to you gotta use... give us something to me. He, there has to be something with a street race. Absolutely there does. Uh, is this where the drift King shows off his style? He's like, I'll tell you, but you have to beat me in a drift race okay. through this parking lot. Okay. And this is when, uh, Chilchilla does it. Chilchilla yeah. wins the race. <laughs> Chilchilla doesn't, he, he, 
Chill, but, chill. Yeah. So they, so they're, they're still very, very high, and so they right. get, they but get. But chill, in chill the, smokes so much weed, he's like coming down, right? And he can't find any more weed, so he's like starting to get a little jittery, right? And so, but that's when he drives. That's when Chill Chilla drives his best. Yeah, but no, actually, this is even even more ridiculous. Is that they're they're like fine, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. be here, whatever. And they get in there the car, and then um, my dog was having a fit. Uh, so <laughs> they get in the car, and and they they want to smoke again or whatever. They right. do have some weed and chill chill is like, God damn, I want this fucking weed. Yeah. I don't so, need this. I need the good, good. So the, he, and the car they have for some reason, and this is, Oh, this is why this is the yeah. bargain. He says, if you can beat me in the race in this car, I'll right. tell you what you want to know. And the car is one of those driver's ed cars that has two steering wheels. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what they do is they have the weed and they keep passing back and forth, making chill chill a, get on each wheel and right. spin it and stuff. So he's basically running back and forth controlling right. so, this car. So they're hotboxing this car. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chill Chill's getting like, he's getting secondhand smoke. So he's he's getting that contact high. Yeah. Because he's in a car full of uh, weed smoke. Oh, it's, no, no, he's not. He's he smokes so much weed. He's always smoking weed because he wants to be chill. But at this point, oh, he's come off it and he's it. real jittery. So uh, that's why he drifts so good. Yeah. So, but not that he's, he's, he is in control of this at all. Uh, this is a madcap comedy moment. Oh, where, like Benny Hill. Like, yeah, <laughs> like where, where, where Johnny drama and Dwayne are passing a joint back and forth and chill chill is on a steering wheel and he keeps trying to get the joint going back and forth oh, between steering wheels. But because of but that, because he's driving, of that, that, he's driving the car oh. and he ends up like, like doing all these precision moves right. and then he you know he's the new drift king that's right so can we i feel a little bit too on the nose to just have while that entire thing is going just have the benny hill theme just going sex is a bit much for that one. um no, it has to be something like like chill. Like it has to be like uh, what a fool believes by the Doobie Brothers. And he's just like <laughs> completely like. Just, I love that. Yeah. So yeah. So then they win. Right. And he tells them. And the Drift King is like crying. He's, like, he's he's very sad, but he like tells them what what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. He also knows. About Johnny Drama, and yeah. it was that car, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you where that car you guys like the fuck is, basically. <laughs> and then at that point, uh, 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 Dwayne Joseph Gordon-Levitt is yeah. like, what? He's like, what do you mean? And, and Drama like comes in, he's like, listen, I've loved that car before you loved that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I deserve to fuck that right. car. And they're they're like, but they've been been through so much. They're like friends, and then like right. you know whatever, and they feel like. They sort of split ways, right? They're like he's he's like, listen, I love you, but I can never trust you again. Yeah, and so they split ways, and they're they're kind of racing to go to the place where he told them, right? Because uh, that is where the car is. Right, this, we're nearing the end of the movie. Cause, yeah, I agree know, with that. Um, we've sort of gone through a lot of like set pieces and stuff like that. So he's so is there a part where one of them has to like. How okay? So, so he because they still you still have to have a bunch of jokes and terrible like things like oh that. yeah so, like uh, there's so like bus they have, one of them gets on a bus and it's like oh it smells like pee in here or something you know whatever <laughs> uh, one of them takes oh I know what it is um, one of them takes like the what's the name of the um, mass transit train there uh, 
I always forget. There's a thing, whatever. I don't um, know. Anyway, he takes that. The other one's taking a bus. Right. But they're both going to the same place. Or is it so, like a crazy Uber driver? Yeah, it's a crazy Uber driver. But also, I feel like I feel like drama gets there first. And then you have that classic scene from There's Something About Mary where he has like the, the he has the binoculars and he sees, you know, and he towards towards uh, the one of the garage bays and he sees the car being like worked on. He's like, ooh. And then like he's like, I need to get a better look at this. So he gets so he gets a the bigger comical binoculars and he turns towards uh, uh-huh, towards uh-huh. the bay, but he overshoots the bay and he sees the other one where it's just a really like uh, broken down clunker. He's like, ugh, gross. Yeah, okay, I got so- you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because that's what he's attracted to is the exactly. car. He's not attracted to like anything. Yeah. yeah. And then when he looks back. Just like, he, oh, God. I, I don't know if I, we want to do this, but it's just like, you know, just a bunch of women working on like the, the broken beat down clunker. And he's just like, oh, gross. Like, um, is that too We could just leave the women out of it. Maybe okay. he just sees a junkyard with a broken down clunker. Right. You know? I like that more. Uh or yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need it. Yeah, it, yeah it's too on the nose. There's a lot of stuff we're putting in here that's already bad enough. I don't, yeah, yeah. Let's but not. I mean, as much as it would probably please the audience we're trying to reach. That's exact. That was my thought. Like that's because again, they're not really, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, oh no, I know what it is. It's it's one woman. Mm-hmm. And she's working on the car, and he looks, and he's like, Bleh. and then she walks away, and he's still like, and then he sees the car, and he's like, Bleh. like he's still like right. grossed out. Right. It has nothing to do with the woman at all. It's because of the car itself, right? So then he, but then he finally focuses on he the like thing. almost like vomits, like he's just yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. And then he sees like, and then he. he he kind of focuses or goes back to where he's supposed to be looking. Right. And, he and then sees the hood that, is closed uh, now. So he's like, he's angry. But so. then he sees that, that, uh, Dwayne's gotten there. Right. So now they're in like a foot race to get to where the car is. And then in that last second, of course, as a, as all the, the pieces are lining up, phantom thread arrives, drifts, uh, with, um, the drift King in his car <laughs> towards the garage bay. Oh, I was going to say he was already up there. He was oh. already in the garage. All right. Yep. Nope. I like that even he more. He gets out of the car. Yeah. And stands up and he's fine. Right. Because you know, that's the thing. Because of his polio, it doesn't matter. Right. He's like, what? We thought that you. Yeah. And he's like, like Don't you, can't you understand my old sword so it's that I was the original one who installed the flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so as a, God. So. <laughs> So as a and also as a as a fake complete, um, you we it, need a we need a. There's a you, no wait. There needs to be a football player that is that is part of this as well that owned the car before Phantom Thread owned the car, and fucked the car in its taillight. Okay. Russell, pie, uh, Russell Wilson, Wilson from the Seahawks. Yep, there it is. So Russell Wilson, he's such a dork. Uh, he seems like. So yeah, so Russell Wilson also walks into the garage and is like, you guys aren't going anywhere with that car. And right. they're like, what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, before the Phantom Thread had it, I had it. Yeah. And then like the car, like, but then um, like Chilchilla like jumps mm-hmm. off and onto the hood of the car because they're like, or he grabs, that's what it is. He grabs the weed out of Johnny Drama's uh, like suit pocket or whatever right. and jumps in the car and he's like gonna smoke a joint <laughs> and the car's the car alarm starts going off and speaks to all of them because yeah. they can all hear Charlize Theron right 
Uh, and then, do you think as the ending, I think it should resolve peacefully. Right. Where she, Because she, they've all been looking for the right relationship this right. entire time. But it's always been with her. So they all decide that now they're going to enter into this almost sister wives sort of thing. Yes. Where, where yep. they marry, they sort of all marry the car. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, they definitely do. Like they, they all marry the car and then they, they're, <laughs> they love taking trips together yeah. in that car. And then, yeah. Well, you and sort it's of perfect because like there's a, five people. Yeah. There you go. Boom. No, there's four. There's four, four plus Chill Chill. Yeah, that's five. <laughs> yeah. But Chill Chill is not trying to fuck the car. He thinks all this is very strange, but he likes smoking <laughs> weed and hanging out. Right, exactly. You know, and drifting. I, I feel like Drift King should also make a, an, an appearance at the end. Like, they, they bring him along. Like, he's their... <laughs> yeah, like, he does hang out with them. Like, right. he's like their... Um, oh, he's like their driver. He drives right. them around. So exactly. there can be five people in the car. Exactly. Or whatever. He just drives because he can get places real fast and he's good at... Right. You know, um well, cause yeah, so also like, he, he loves, he loves Chilchilla. Yeah, he does. He like, yeah. Cause Chilchilla beat him. Right. Uh, do you think Chilchilla at that point is wearing a tiny crown? Cause he's the new drip. Yes, king? absolutely. He is. Listen, uh, like Chilchilla. <laughs> so what happens is Chilchilla back in the racing scene, knocks the crown off of drift King's head and the crown shrinks in comical, magical, yeah. uh, whatever. And it just boop lands on his tiny little head. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, definitely. So then the end of the movie uh, is a, like, they're, they're, like, having a cookout at their new, like, compound house, basically, right. that they all sort of bought together. Um, and even, like, you know, uh, uh, so they're all in it together. Right. Um, and then you have to have, much like in There's Something About Mary, some duo of guys playing a weird song that just are on camera for whatever right. reason. Uh, and I don't know who that mm, should be. It needs to be something that, that jives with the time. So like with something about Mary, uh, they did build me up buttercup. Um, Oh no, I meant like the two, don't you remember in that movie, the two guys? Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. Who like kind of do the, like they're like the Greek chorus almost. Right. Of like, well, everything's fine now, you know, kind of right. whatever. I feel like we should have something, There's something about your car, you know, oh, whatever. right. Cause there's something, something about that should it be the, so I'm guessing it should be uh, if we want to keep it contemporary, it should be the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Absolutely, it's no, it it's not just the lead singer of Imagine it Dragons. It is Imagine Dragons. It is ima- It's all of Imagine yeah. Dragons, right? And they play some like acapella version mm-hmm. of <laughs> yeah of of whatever they come up with, be- and this works because they're a famously Mormon group, so. Group or, or polygamy, sort of. Absolutely, you know? I thought you were about to say car fucking. Was like, <laughs> Look, I don't know. That's true. They have a lot of secrets it's in that po- yeah, church. Exactly. There's a lot of things going on that we don't know about behind those doors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. So I think so. That's like the nice. I mean, that's a nice ending. I think that after is after all and, the craziness and. And I feel like there are a lot of like really good comedic moments in that. Like it's it's it'll be it'll be a knee slapper for sure. Yeah. Right. So who do we get to? Well, ultimately, who who's directing this? I guess. Uh, first. Um, I almost uh, Uwe Boll is directing. You know, this. that was actually one of my thoughts initially. <laughs> Let's have Uwe he's Boll. Due, he's due for a comeback at some point. Right. I, I mean, mean, like, I guess really, he never really had his. He never had moment. a high point. <laughs> well, outside of uh, Resident Evil, all the Resident Evil films. Oh, that's no, that's Paul W. S. Anderson. Oh, sorry. No, wait. What was Uwe Bull then? 
he was all those terrible um like he made like postal and uh like all those awful really shitty like i can't even remember the names of some of the movies but they were all video game movies for the most part and they were all really really that's right um hmm i want to say let's do yeah uh quentin tarantino okay (laughs) Yeah, all right. I think he's due for one of these. Yeah, no, I think like he hasn't really ever done a comedy like of this, you know, of this magnitude ever. No, no not at all. I don't think he's ever done a comedy actually. I mean, he says he has. Because right, but they're not real whole, comedies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, well, then yeah, think about it. There's something in that briefcase. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Oh, look at those Nazis. Like, I don't know. Why does he sound like Dennis Franz? I don't uh, know. Who knows? But, anyway, <laughs> so director. Quentin Tarantino. Who is the uh, composer? See, I want also to go like a left field choice. All right, go on. So I'm going to say like we get Alan Silvestri. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. I, he hasn't done anything like this. No, he hasn't. And he's coming off the Avengers and like all this other shit. He already has right. enough money. Right, yeah. So like he can do something fun with this. Oh, absolutely he Especially can. Especially if he's working with Imagine Dragons. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say because Imagine Dragons not only has the outro song, but they also have the credit song. So they have the outro, which is the acapella version of their outro song. Um, and then Alan Silvestri, uh, he's not given a full orchestra. He's only given um, car parts and car sounds. Oh, yeah, like a little Philip Glass thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and also he gets the lead singer of Imagine Dragons not singing, just playing that drum he always has on stage. So he has one drum, a bunch of car parts, and car horns. Right, and then he says thunder a lot. Thunder? Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Except for the part. And then also we'll have incidental music like the Doobie Brothers. Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, Good. Okay, so now the big question comes. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the low and high budget? All right. Um, low budget, I'd say 120K. Mm-hmm. And then high budget, I think. Well, especially uh, if we're getting like a little bit of extra funding from like uh, FetLife and. Um, right, and, right, right. Um, and then I think like if we really want to make it good, maybe like 400 million. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Because that would really that would pay for that hacking scene to be like really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to. I want to feel want, him driving through the wall. Yeah, and I want Chilchilla to look as good as possible. Right. Exactly. Do you yeah. think? Well, and Peta. Well, also we're gonna have to pay off Peta because they're gonna be very mad that we made a Chinchilla smoke. Yeah, but I don't. But I think if we just CGI the whole thing. Oh, fair. Yeah, it's like that uh, Jack and Jill scene with the parrot. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly the same as that. Exactly. All right. Well, I mean, I think we did it. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I. What do you think? What are you going to do with your freedom? Uh, probably go watch this movie. Probably, yeah. Same. Over and over and over again. Until just to show TJ Moneybags exactly how grateful I am to that be I, out of this servitude. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a little bit of his. Give him a little bit of his money back. Right. Exactly. Because I mean, like he pays for us. Like he. He. We're, we're kept men. So to speak. I don't know if like a box of cereal a week is considered kept men. <laughs> Listen. All right. Fair. That's fair. But, you know, I mean, look, I guess it's different, different strokes for different folks as we've discovered <laughs> in this episode. But, Absolutely. Uh, Literally. 
Anyway, um, so we're going to send this up to him, and um, we'll hopefully not ever be back again. Yep. But uh, I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. Have a good forever. Forever.